Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude, everyone. And for our Sunday episode, we are going to give you guys our weekly updates and then the topic of today's episode, which is when you're back, back to class, new semester, back to class or clinic, I should say, new semester, and you feel like you're drinking out of a fire hydrant because everything's coming at you at once. And I know I'm feeling that right now. Uh, we'll get into that later, but first, Sarah, how has your week been, and what week of clinic are you in right now, or did you just finish? Oh, geez, I gotta look at it. One second. <laughs> um, I'm still in clinic. I'm in small town New York in a private practice outpatient, for those of you who missed last week's weekly update, um, and this is my second, the end of my second full week. I started January 2nd, so I moved up here New Year's Day. I'll be here for the month, and yeah, end of the second week. It's been, it's been a week. A lot of, at this clinic in particular, there's a lot of workers' comp. I'm in a rural area, um, And that's all I have to say about clinic for now. I don't want to go into too many details while I'm here. I can give you guys more details uh, when I get back to Slippery Rock. It's crazy how fast it's going because soon enough, you're going to be going back to Slippery Rock and back to class. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> this we'll, is the we'll halfway point. This is the halfway point. I still have two more full weeks. It was so funny. The other day, my CIA had said something to a patient um, he was like, oh yeah, Sarah's only got two more weeks here. She's pretty much done. This was last week. I was like, I haven't even been here for two weeks yet and trying to get rid of me already. But oh he was just gosh. joking. But it was so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is funny. And we'll definitely have to have an episode when, when your clinical is over. So stay tuned for that. And let's see, my week, this is week two. I just finished back to class. And... I don't know. Out of all the semesters that I've started and having the second week, it's just like I haven't hit the ground running and everything's kind of coming at me at once. I have my first exam coming up, which our professor has said it will be the hardest one we take in PT school, whether that's true or not. I'll keep you guys updated next week when I take it and know <laughs> how that was. Um, but yeah, just getting back into the swing of classes, group projects, all of that. And um, yeah, other than that, it's just, it's been, it's been really great, the material that I'm learning. I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it. It's just the matter of sitting down and studying and committing uh, to that time. But you know what? It's just, it will, it will happen. <laughs> You'll get there. It's been two weeks, two weeks out of your full semester now, not a split semester now. Correct. So you're done, but your full semester is not 15 weeks, is it? It's either 14 or 15 like 14. weeks. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So got it. 
but we'll, you know what, we'll get there. And so for, well, for our topic leading into that, we wanted to talk about how it feels like all of these things are coming at you at once. And it may be, you know, the start of a new semester where you just, the first or second week, you already have quizzes and exams. And it's like, I haven't had time to just take a moment and go through that transition, especially from break. We all just came from winter break. And so just figuring that out and um, how to manage your stress early in this semester so it doesn't manifest and get worse towards the middle of the semester. So Sarah, um, for someone who feels like they're experiencing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like everybody right now, if you started a class, I know many of you start the day after. Oh my God, what is this holiday on Monday? Oh, Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King, King. yeah. Yes, so many of you start the day after Martin Luther King Day. So you start on Tuesday. But if you have already started, it's highly likely that you started when Gabby did two weeks ago. And this is the time you have all the exams because it's been two weeks. Therefore, you should know a lot of things. You're only in a 15-week semester. So let's say two or three weeks in, you're 20% of the way through. So you should already have 20% of the information of the entire semester done. Dunzo, as my CI would say. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny when he says that. Oh, side note. Okay. So when you feel like you're drinking out of a fire hydrant right now, everything's coming at you. What do you do? Do you just sit there and like, let it take you down and kind of like <laughs> face plant or just fly backwards and like, out of control, don't know what's happening, you're disoriented, you're like, I've only been in class for two weeks, how am I supposed to know anything? All right, Let, let's turn you into a fire truck here and take control of that. <laughs> Gabby, your face. <laughs> Look, guys, this is just my analogy. You can go with it, run with it, or just you can laugh at it, that's fine. But the point is, how are you going to take control of this? And how are you going to feel, <clears throat> excuse me, feel like you are not overwhelmed, feel like you are not stressed as fuck right now, feel like you can handle everything. And so step one, if you haven't started the semester, get your planner ready, write absolutely everything down. Um, you don't have to do it exactly as I do it, but I have a separate planner. I have a separate school planner and then I have my bullet journal. So my separate school planner is when the semester starts or whenever you get all your syllabi, if your professors like to do that thing or they give it to you weeks in advance and think you're gonna look at it when you get the syllabus, then write down all the exam dates, write everything in there for the entire semester so you can just have a visual. Not to say you should look at the whole semester and get overwhelmed, but now you can easily look week by week, two weeks at a time, figure it out, um, and then have your study schedule ready to go. So you can say, okay, in the second week or third week of PT school, I'm 20% of the way through. I know I'm going to have a couple exams, probably a week of exams here, if I'm set up in a 15-week semester. Then I need to be studying these three things before this day, 20 minutes a day or whatever, 
and kind of check them off as you feel comfortable with them and study the things you're uncomfortable with before it gets to a point where you don't even know where to start because you're uncomfortable with everything. That I just is, want to say this because I'm not in clinic <laughs> or I'm not in class. <laughs> that is so, so true. Start off small and like Sarah said, do the uncomfortable things first and get those out of the way. And then as, as you get into your week and the exams coming up, then that's when you bring everything together. And that's when you can approach your uh, professor or classmates and say, these are the questions that I have, you know, let's talk about it. And I feel like collectively as a group, whenever you do have those questions and you can um, talk it out and just, and say like, Hey, okay, this is, this is, what it is and um, it helps you for the exam. It helps with solidifying that information. And so that is huge. So start off with the uncomfortable stuff um, that you know is difficult, especially if it's early on and it's just gonna build from there because you don't want to get middle of the semester and not have the, the concept of um, something early on and then everything just like it's a domino apart. <laughs> Falls apart. And you're just blown away by that fire hose or fire hydrant, whatever. The fire hose connects to the fire hydrant. You're just blown away by everything. Yes, you are blown away and it feels like you're drowning. So just if anything, if you figured if you if you realize that last semester this happened and you want to make a change for this upcoming semester, whether you have started already or you are about to start, then really, really take the time to write everything down, write down the busy weeks that you're going to have and have at least some sort of strategy that you're going to implement um, in the first week or two, because we all, you know, in the first week, I, we're not going to sugarcoat this. The first week, you just want to do nothing. You don't, you like, you're in class, but then you're like, oh, I don't really don't have to have anything to study for. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, really take that time to, to do that. And I realized, um, like, for example, in my first week when I started uh, for this semester, um, I believe I started studying, it was probably that Thursday. Wednesday, yeah, it was like the third or fourth day that I really started looking over things. And it does help if you have a lecture um, and say in the morning, you're able to just skim it over and then look it over after class just to get that information and that it's fresh. I think that's also going to be the biggest thing. So you're exposed to it multiple times and you can remember things, especially if you just had the class and you're looking over and you're like, okay, you know, I can recall this information more easily and that's really going to help to prepare for your exam or quiz. Look, whatever it is, and especially if you're in a split semester or a shorter semester, like think about your weeks as percentages of the semester. If you're in a 15-week semester, okay, three weeks in is 20% of the way through. But if you're in a seven-week semester, like Gabby was for her split semesters, I can't quite it's true. <laughs> so think of it in that way for your studying as well. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You say, okay, now I'm 20% of the way done. And I've got so much more to go, but the next 
is going to be better because now I learned from the previous 20%. And now I'm going to take those things and I'm going to change it. You don't have to wait till the next semester to change it. You don't have to wait till the next year to change it. You don't have to wait till after your clinicals to change it. You can change it right now. So what about um, managing the stress then? So, so, oh, yeah. so if you're listening to this and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, that's me. First semester was horrible. This last semester, I felt like I was just overwhelmed by all the information. Like everything was coming at me at once. I felt like that little puppy in that meme with the fire hydrant, like blowing it over, trying to drink out of it. And it was just a disaster. And I only retained like 30% of all of that information coming out at me. So how can you manage all of that stress? How can you manage that going forward? And Gabby, what helps you manage your stress and feeling of overwhelm when this happens to you? Because let's be real, this happens to us like every semester, <laughs> at least once, probably oh, yeah. twice. Probably twice, maybe three times, definitely. <laughs> But maybe definitely. <laughs> maybe definitely. Uh, okay. So with me, how I handle all the overwhelm and stress is honestly blocking the time. So um, what I've been doing now is, especially for the start of this semester, I've definitely been using my planner and making making notes of, okay, I'm going to study this material. So for example, I'm studying primary care. This is very relevant right now because this is exa the exam that I'm studying for and it's all imaging, MRI, CT, x-ray. I won't get too much into it, but it's a lot. And, uh, and so I, like, I am a little overwhelmed, um, even though it is the second week, but you know, with, with these times, I just make sure that I have, I have a block of time that I'm like, okay, I'm going to study this material from um, 12 or noon to 2 PM. And I'm going to, uh, structure my studying into blocks. So whether that be 20 minutes on of focus, no phone, no distractions and a five minute break or an hour of looking at the material all in all focus and then a 10 minute break. And I feel like for me, splitting those blocks of time times up it hasn't been as overwhelming as i thought and although it is a lot of material it's like in that 20 minutes or 60 minutes whatever it may be you can learn a lot and retain a lot especially if you're really focused and you're not thinking about other things going on or having a friend come talk to you during that time so i would say for me like studying wise and then just personal development and listening to people who you really admire because when the stress comes, there's always going to be someone who just speaks to you. And then you're like, damn, I need to get, I need to get all this together. Um, and it really is encouraging, especially if it's someone who you look up to and it's like, all right, you can get through this. So X, like this person has went through this hardship. It's like, I can get through you know, studying for this exam or having a few stressful weeks, I can get through this because you've probably encountered a more challenging time in your life. And this doesn't even compare, although it may seem like it. Um, but yeah, I would say that is my, my way that I cope with stress. And 
also right now that I am training for a half marathon, uh, just, you know, running and getting all of that. Literally, I feel like I'm getting my stress out from that too. So look guys, I'm a little biased. Gabby's a little biased cause you like to run too, but running is one of the best ways to de-stress. Okay. At least that's what I found for me doing some cardio for a while <laughs> is the best way to relieve your stress. Um, and I, I do want to point out to those of you who can't see, obviously all of you can't see the video right now, but Gabby's literally in class, not in class, but you're on campus, like prepared to study after this. We are recording this on a sun. No, it's Saturday. What day is it? It's a Saturday morning at, you know, when did we start this call? 8.30? 8.30 in the morning. And she has her notes. She's showing us right now. She's has our notes all spread out ready to go when we end this and for those of you who ask like why would you even do this during school when you have other things to do it's legit a stress relief and many of you do this you do a lot of things during PT school it helps you stay focused when you limit your time and that's Parkinson's law it's whatever you allow Whatever time you allow to finish something, whatever time you allow to finish your studying, if you give yourself five hours, it's going to take five hours. If you give yourself 20 minutes, it's going to take those 20 minutes. So condensing it and collapsing the time that you have is going to make a huge difference in your PT school career and the rest of your life. Like, Don't give yourself tons of time to do things that aren't really going to take that long. If you could just stay focused for a shorter amount of time, study less and still get the same grades, get better grades actually. Not that grades matter, but if you're struggling and you're borderline for staying in the program or not, grades do matter. Exactly. And yeah, implement these strategies, like collapse that time for yourself and try it. Because if you haven't done it before and you found, if you find yourself, you know, not giving yourself a, a limit on time. Now, I know people have told us, it's like, well, what if I um, don't finish studying this material in two hours and I still have some to go? It's like, okay, that's fine. Then you take a break, switch to something else, and then come back to it. Although that it's hard to say because like we, you know, there are times where we give ourselves amount, a certain amount of time and then we don't get through all the material. But then it's just reevaluating, saying, okay, I have a 30 minute block here right after I eat dinner. Let me, let me focus on that period of time and just, just finish up what I need to. And it will make you feel better and more productive, especially if you give yourself a certain amount of time to get something done and, and you do get it done and you're not just saying, oh, I'm going to have, I'm going to study for six hours straight. You know, that's not going to happen. And Gabby, first semester of PT school did not, I was like, yeah, studying for six hours. I'm going to get so much done in that six hours. And then it was just like, nope, because so many things happen. And that's why you really have to set like a timer or something for yourself, because that's really going to help keep you focused, study efficiently, and, and still get the grades when you're studying in a shorter amount of time. Yeah. And if you 
give yourself those six hours on a Saturday. You're just gonna knock it out. Okay, now you're not allowing yourself time to refresh. You're not allowing your brain time to recover and like retain all the info you learned throughout the whole week because now you're just increasing all of that stress and everything. And you're allowing yourself time for distractions. When you say, I'm gonna do six hours of studying. Okay, let's just call BS on that right now. <laughs> That's not happening, okay? And be honest with yourself. And the stress is only as powerful as you allow it to be. So really take that into consideration when you're feeling so overwhelmed, it's time for a little perspective shift. Get away from classmates who are feeling the same as you because that's you're all going to snowball each other into this huge like disaster of stress when you do that. Um, perspective shift, get out of the classroom, go like away from school and listen to something irrelevant to the classroom. Like Gabby, you have recently got into Ed Milet. I love Ed Milet. Go listen to some Ed Milet. Not sponsored by him, although that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> that would be really cool. <laughs> Go listen to somebody else. Take 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour. Listen to somebody else. Get out of your own head. And then you allow the brain space to get back to what you were doing. You allow the, the de-stressing. And you can focus more and retain more. Exactly. So if you are feeling like this and or you know that you're about to start a new semester and you're worried about this, send us a message and we would love to talk to you more, get on a call with you because we have been through this and we have learned <laughs> and have been talking with so many of you that it's, it's okay to feel like this and just know that there are things in place that you can do to make sure that you are the fire truck and not, not the puppy or whatever you want to say. <laughs> That's really sad, but not, not getting drowned. Like, um, not feeling, you're not drowning. Yeah, yeah. Not feeling like you're drowning from everything that's coming at you. And I'm just picturing that in my head and it's not pretty. So be that fire truck. <laughs> we could just end it there. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.